Are we rolling? We started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, this is reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got it. <laughs> yes, sir. Now. Oh. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am Pink Fool. This is the ignorant shit you I'm like. I'm Mike. This is the ignorant shit you like. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know there's a bully here. I'm a got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. We're back. And it's been a rainy, rainy, thunderstormy, um, windy, damn near tornado, warning, flash flood. Last what four days, three days? Yeah, in Chicago, and they got it in. They got it in. <laughs> you said they got it in, huh? Yeah, old Mother Nature got it in. She was crying out there. Yeah, I was stuck on the expressway and everything. Lori Lightfoot, uh, flush the toilet around this motherfucker. Pop it. <laughs> God, yeah, Chicago. Dang. Yeah, that's that's what you like it loud, right? God. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Sound quality. Pop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to just fuck Woo! That's a new one. That's what it is, isn't it? Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. What's up, Magic Mike? Nothing much, man. Heck of a weekend in Chicago. Memorial Day weekend. Of course, it warmed up just a little bit. and It was it was warm as fuck on Friday, right? Yeah. Warm on Friday. Gloomy as hell on Saturday. Um... Cool Sunday. Yeah. But it was fucking hot on Friday, right? Yeah. Or Thursday. Which one was it? Friday. No, Thursday, wasn't it? Friday. It was hot Friday, too. It was hot Friday? Yeah. People was getting getting ready for the uh, the proms. Yeah. Uh, everybody, congratulations to everybody who's going on proms. How much is too much to spend on proms? Just, let's recapture that for just... A brief second before we go into what we're going to. If you're a young lady, uh, with the dress, a little more than 300, 350. Okay. Uh, the decorations, the, the send off, the prompt send off, uh, let's say 800 altogether. If it's your daughter, <laughs> if it's your daughter, if it's your son, Five to six hundred. I mean, why why are we making like we are having a uh, a marriage send off? We have gone too far with these prom send offs. How many you being that your 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 uh, one of your kids your kids just uh, went on prom by what? How many it was three hundred dollars for all of them. That's all I gave up. You came up with a simple budget. Yeah, and you stuck to the budget. No, I gave up three hundred dollars with no budget. <laughs> well, no budget. None of that shit. <laughs> I gave up three hundred dollars. That's yeah. it. <laughs> if you want to turn your house into a castle and all that shit, that's what you do. All right. But the kids in Ohio, they they went with white people, so they didn't have to do all that. The but then, kid, wait, wait, the kid what about the other Chicago? one? Yeah, well, the one with the Chicago. That's the one that wanted to turn the house into a castle and have dragons and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of a helicopter to propel down. And <laughs> <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> the two of Rolls, drop top Rolls Royce. She wanted the Rolls Royce? 
And I said, look at your, uh, look at your motherfucking grade point average. Pop it! <laughs> your grade point average said, whoo, we barely made it in here. Bombs! <laughs> Four minutes in. That's, yeah, that's a record. Man, Not a record, no, it's four minutes in. Just, you can't really just... The Valedictorian people, they're not really going crazy like that, right? They're not. They're not. Because that's what they expect, right? Correct. And that's what they have planned for for the last four years, right? You know, you got... And that kid has probably been, like, the smartest kid probably since about fifth or sixth grade, right? Right. When when the math changes and the... And, and the uh, literature changes and things of that nature. And middle school is when it changes. Mm-hmm. What, what is it? I, we're in Chicago, so we don't have no middle school this and that. It's pre-K through eighth grade, then it's high school, then it's college. Okay. All that other shit, I don't know about the middle school. Just, oh, middle man. school ain't shit but seventh and eighth grade. All right, so that was, that's, that's. Yo, you don't count sixth grade as middle school? No, I think they graduate out of sixth grade and then you, they go to seventh. Yeah, grade. <laughs> actually, yeah, you some, do. You graduate. Used to, it used well, to be like look that. Look, look, our daughter did that today in Elgin. Really? So in she the suburbs. Out of sixth yeah. Grade, so she's going to seventh grade. So now she's going to middle school. But uh, listen, those kids have been the same. Your pattern, like somebody when when uh kids start being they get in so much trouble. When they become grown-ups, they go all the way back to their third grade teacher. Mm-hmm. And then they start doing the questions. What was he like then, this and that? And then, so they, you know, they, when they do the studies on the black male and the black kid, they go back to the third grade. Okay. And they, they understand, like, who's who. So what my point being is they know who is projected to be the valedictorian, the salutatorian. And uh, thank you, Lordy, the motherfucker who barely made it. Okay. Me. And the person who is uh, basically uh, going to drop out. Okay. They know what that is. Early in the game. Early. Like, I mean, like, real early in the game. Okay. And that's why they say that about most kids. I can feel it. <laughs> I just had to say that one. I can feel it. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. You know, I watched... Uh, some movies just take you by surprise. Uh-huh. When you see them on VH1. I watched New Jack City last night. And it was times, I realized last night, it was times in New Jack City that Nino Brown had his Denzel Washington moments, just like in Training Day. Yes! Yeah, like when he was going off, when when, when Wesley Snipes was going off, uh, one of the major moments was... When he went off on old girl, about when your daddy, when, you, when your daddy was the doctor making house calls, he's grabbed his crouch, like, and, and when your mom was, uh, boosting, lifting shit out of out of Bloomingdale's, and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That was like that was like a Denzel Washington moment when you just own the camera and you got he got your undivided attention, and it was it was moments like that, and then it was another moment when he, when they got raided, mm-hmm. and then the other moment was when uh. He had old girl, when he was looking at old girl, and he was like, right, if I was you, I'd be looking for the pimples on the booty. Right. All that, uh, you know, like. He had his moments, though, when, to me, when he was on the court stand, 
You mean Timmy? And then when they was, he had all them in the meeting together. Unlike you, Miss Hawkins, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Right, Miss Hawkins. Right. Yo, I, this is bigger than me. I always thought that. <laughs> I always thought Training Day um, had a lot of inspiration from New Jack City. Really? In my opinion, you know, it had it had a lot of new New Jack elements in it. Mm-hmm. You know, just by the whole vibe of the whole movie. You know, both of the movies. I don't know how we got to New Jack City from prom, but okay. All right, all right, all right. That's where a lot of motherfuckers headed to. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of prom king, queens and kings has turned to prom fiends. Uh, Peel poppers. Yeah, they got to the peel poppers. They scammers, though. Yeah. And then once they lose that money, then what? that fame, uh-huh. you, you get in, a, in a, a sunken place. The, the um, there's nothing else we'll have to, but to do but what? What? Base. How low can you go? What <laughs> a brother know. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm just, I'm like sitting uh, the whole. You know when I was saying, uh, I can feel it. That was an inside joke. Anyway, yeah. Um, I really can. <laughs> um. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that one called anyway? Kush, nigga, <laughs> pop it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have no gorilla glue, birthday cake, none of them kind of names like that at all. I don't know, nigga. I will be smoking. Oh, okay. You don't know don't what know. he cutting it with, then, huh? My life is <sighs> fucked up. Pop it. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> Mama ain't Look, shit. man, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. When you got Why nothing, that bitch, bro. Bombs, right? When you got a good weed, man. You know what I'm saying? When you got a good weed, man, that you've been rocking with for like ten years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ten years, okay. I understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't question where he gets it from. You feel me? Because he he ain't never did me bogus. Mexican, black, Puerto Rican, what? I refuse to say. Cool. Hope cool. uh, we get popped off. <laughs> <laughs> As you pass it back. Hey, look, so the prom situations, everybody's going on prom. Um, they're doing different colors, color schemes, balloons. Um, some are going very elaborate with their outfits. Um, and, and it's very uh intense. The women, the men are trying to outdress the women now. It used to be where we just go get the tuxedo. We get the color that we're going to wear to match her. Boom. That was it. Right? Well, well life, now, expand, life expands. Correct. And it changes. Okay. And we do different things. All right. I understand that the Gengans written of, of the suit that's played out. We didn't want to wear the shoes that came with the tuxedo. Now the tuxedo totally itself is played out. Now the thing is to have the suit. Custom made a suit that you only wear one time. A lot of guys was going for the uh, the paisley print on the whole suit with just the, you know the tuxedo on the labels, you know just the, just the one color mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, it it changes. I'm glad I'm glad the jersey dress played out. I'm glad the uh, they bought a little class back this year. You know, just some parents are stepping in more and showing up like, hey, young lady, you're not going to go out like this. 
he, 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 you're not coming out of this door like this to go on prom. And uh, <laughs> actually, actually, you could tell whose who's father is in the young lady's life mm-hmm. by the way she's dressed. No father really wants to see his daughter be, because... You cover your daughters up to a certain extent. Eight out of ten fathers have been on prime. We know what what really the goal is for the night. That shot of motherfucking ass. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that depends on what school you go to. No. What do you mean that? What school you go to? It depends. Mm. No. No matter what school you go to. I didn't go to prime. It's about that shot of motherfucking I, 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 ass. I was, I was too gutted to go to prom, man. I ain't go to prom. We understand. We understand. I can I, trust, me, trust me. I can understand. I understand. When you see your friends, wait till that daughter going yours go on prom. Then you gonna yeah, no way. And I got a son too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the son. Nine. Yeah, my son, twelve though. So you yeah. know me. So my son, I gotta tell him. You, you got know, six more and nine. I'm worried about my son more than anything. My daughter, she got a good head on her shoulders. You know what I'm saying? My son, he's a little ignorant. How old is he? Twelve. He he he, oh, he, he out off there. Of it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. But he he really what hard a lotion at the female. What's his name? Javante. This is Javante's room. Yeah. The lotion. It, it, it's and one the of those. Vaseline. You got to knock on his door now. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go get some nut shot, y'all. <laughs> so, so stay the fuck up out of here, mama. You got the you got men. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I got Pornhub on this phone. You think I'm just in here just Pornhub and Fortnite and Apex, right? Man, yeah. hey, man, that's exactly what's on this motherfucking phone, dude. Pornhub, Pornhub, Fortnite, Apex, Apex. So what you what you got to understand now is that the men are trying to outdress the women now. You got men is going going with the with the with the loafers. With uh, the high ass pants, high, yeah, the high no pants, socks. Lungs. yeah, uh, uh, yeah, no socks, of course. Yeah. Thank um, you, Dwayne Wade, the NBA players who's coming in with that bullshit on the metrosexual look and shit yeah. like that. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook, the tight shit, James Harden, yeah, LeBron James, yeah. You guys have fucked up these young men, and they think that they go on prom looking so clever and so. Debonair with these, uh, what you call it, sponge cuts. Fuck you, sponge sponge cut. uh, You know what a sponge cut is? What's a sponge cut? Uh, Say, uh, like Tupac had his hat top fade. Oh, okay. You you take a sponge and you swirl it around, make it look nappy. Did you have to go back to school for that? No. You knew how to do it from the get? Yeah, they brought this shit back to the barbershop. They showed us one time. uh, I'm not going back to school for shit. Mm. Nothing. I'm gonna learn this shit on the streets. Like I learned how to. That's really how they do that. Cook shit, a steak huh? last night in the aluminum foil. <laughs> really? YouTube, goddamn it! Pop it. YouTube is the university learning and knowledge. It can't take away from a person going to barber school, though, is it? Nah. It really can't. But you fuck up two or three heads and don't get no money. You you gonna start paying attention? I mean, are you are you seeing these videos now? Are two of you all seeing these videos now? Um. Um. When you, these motherfuckers are setting the head on fire and shit like that, and then cutting the head and that, that shit's stupid. Man. Uh, then you got the ones is uh, s- I whoop a motherfucker ass. They scraping set my head with on fire sp- like that. I mean, these these videos is wild. They're scraping the the head into a fade yeah, and shit. Fade, Dude, you know, that's a good way to get with. fucking get stuck a couple times with a shank doing some shit like that to a motherfucker, man. 
Somebody set my hand on fire. I carry a what blade it says, on clout me, chasing. Fucking clout chasing. Is, is that clout chasing? I guess people just trying to show out and That shit's wild, famous. dude. Like what man did last night when he uh, cut the mayor of Chicago's hair. <laughs> oh, I seen that, that shit. That shit was funny as hell. Yo. My phone <laughs> blew up. Everybody said it was you. 6 o'clock this morning. Everybody thought that was you? Uh, yeah. And it was uh, <laughs> some guy named uh, Black Mike the Barber. From where? From Chicago. He from right here, huh? Yeah. He Black was, Mike the Barber, he, yeah. he was doing that shit? Black Michael Walton. <laughs> Popping. <laughs> so glad I'm Magic Mike now. Yeah, so the, the nigga was fading and cutting that shit up and yeah, that As she was doing a press conference <laughs> on the news. Hey, and look, then he took the thing here, out. Here. He started lining it up. I this is know. what I want y'all to understand, though. Hey. You know, Lori Lightfoot got us back today, though, because it was 42 degrees today. Popping. <laughs> Every time we fuck with her. She takes the temperature down 20 to 30 degrees. We got to leave. I'm, 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 I'm saying every time, you know, the thing about it is you all can say whatever y'all want to, you know, uh, fans, people who listen to podcasts, women in general, whatever. You can say whatever you want to, but she's going to be ridiculed for the next fucking four years. No matter what She's she going does. to be a, a banter. She's going to be fodder, whatever words you want to use. She's going to be you. She's going to be uh, uh, memes for the next four years. Now is she starting off getting her getting shit done? She fired the whole board, the head of the CPS board. Right, we talked about that last the episode. first week, the first day she was in office. Today they had the first council meeting. Right, and she got into it with Burke, checked him, put him in his place or whatever. However you want to call it. Told me he's been here. You've been on this for 50 fucking years. Yeah. She didn't say fucking, but you know, you know, 50. Can you imagine that? Like, this cracker's been on there for 50 fucking years. Nobody 50 fucking years. Nobody challenged him. 50. It's like, man, go the fuck home. But it, when it's sweet, when it's good, you send a generation after generation of your kids to, to, to school, your grandchildren, you're getting good jobs. And and that's one thing that uh the good white man knows. That's what Donald Trump knows. He knows he's not going to jail. He knows he's not going to get impeached. For one reason, he knows he's not going to get impeached because how dare y'all impeach me after y'all had this black man in office for the last eight years. I dare y'all. Life I'm a rich white man with money. And that's the way Ed Burks feel, feels. Lightfoot is, is, is probably getting a candidate to move in in his district already, which is over there around where the Mexicans are at. Mexicans and blacks. And it's a, excuse it's, me. It's, it's, it's a, excuse me. Um, it's across Western over there. And uh, that, that area over there is, they, they're used to being comfortable for what they do. I mean, of course, they expect I, I, the killings. They expect the the bullshit that they deal with. There's no, there's there's, there's nothing happening over there. Nothing in, in that area. I'm the, not. I don't think. I don't never hear about. That's, that's what that lady got killed at. That was in the police station. I mean, that was in a phone store. That was 64th and Kansas. <coughs> she was on 59th and Kansas. Okay, and uh, they always getting killed over there. And uh, I don't hear that, but I don't that's hear the Gage Park area. Okay, so it's a mix. It's a mixture of. Blacks and Mexicans over there. Uh, okay, I understand that. And they used to be predominantly white. Okay. So that Gage Park area over there combines with the area 
Marquette Park area where Martin Luther King got hit with a rock. So now all the whites move. So what Burke did was start hiring a few Mexicans and giving them jobs and getting them votes. What he was over there on Western, over there on forty on fifty fiftieth and Western mm-hmm. is where they go put all the uh, streets and sanitation trucks and uh, garbage trucks, salt trucks, and all they all they stuff over there like they just built right there on sixty uh, ninth and Wentworth. What an area. So he hired a lot of them people over there. So the thing is, and he put his son-in-law in the prominent position, and his son-in-law best buddy is in the prominent position, and he's a Mexican. So what he did was he sort of devotes that away. So what is Lightfoot going to do now within the next, let's say, how long is that How long is that councilman, how long is Burke in there for uh, Alderman? Another four years? Yeah, but she, she removed him out of his spot and put... Uh, What's the talk? Pat McDowell and, and his spot over the uh, finances for the city. Okay. So, you know, she put uh, Pat McDowell is over the third ward. So she's shaking it up a little bit. Yeah, she's shaking it up. So she's the, shaking it up and she's going to shake it up. She's shaking it up by what the, like she did with the contracts, what she did with the education board. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, she took, a, took the power away from the alderman. Right. So they can't just do what they want to do and say, Hey, I'm Jamal. I want to open up a popcorn shop over here. Hey, man, but check this out. Hey, you need to be running me at least $200 every week. Mm-hmm. If it's not $200, give me $100 in popcorn and $100 in cash. You know what I mean? Right. So she took that power away from him. So now you got to go downtown to talk to somebody else. She took that power away from the alder. So she's getting she's enacting there, but what she's got to do is she's going to have to find a, a candidate to go up against Burke and to win and put him out of fucking office. There's no reason why white male or anybody should still be in office 50 fucking years. Like, man, go fucking retire. Look how long Mike Madigan has been down uh, ahead of uh, Illinois. Go fucking retire. Since 72. You know why they don't retire? Because I said they get their hands on all the money. They get their hands on all the sweet shit. So now nobody's really never challenged And Madigan them. hasn't even thought about, like, leaving up out of his fucking seat at all. He just he just loves being the most powerful Democrat in the fucking state of Illinois. You know how they get us? And maybe a, a top Democrat in the fucking Midwest. You know how they get us, right? Well, how they get us? Through the black preacher. Nah, I'm sick of you saying that shit, man. Listen, man. Sick of you saying that shit, man. This is really the Bible Belt. Yeah. How? Bible Belt is down south. All these killings here, what we do? Go get the preacher. What do we do when somebody... Uh, Lord, uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. When, 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 when black preachers come off the west side with them fucked up suits. Mm-hmm. Ira Cree and all them, all them guys come off the west side. Uh, John, Hanna, John Hanna was on 79th Street. The day before the lady got killed at the, at, at the Shell gas station, that, that weekend before. Uh-huh. She got killed that Monday. He was there that Saturday. They they shut down 79th Street and marched from Greenwood. And March is not going to do anything at all. But something that has to be told to these people, they're what? 
Where has to be told her? I don't know. We got to stand up, man. The yeah. men got to stand up. It's going to take a whole lot. We got to start telling on these people. We got to start cleaning up our community. Mm-hmm. Man, Mr. Mooney was next door to us Sunday night. It was a party on the block. At 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. Mr. Mooney was standing outside. Guess what he was on? What he was on? I don't know why y'all still got that music on, but we don't do this over here on this block. I need to shut that music down. I need to go home. Mm-hmm. You and your friends have a conversation in your backyard. But that music don't play like that over here. You need the Mr. Mooney's of the world. You need. So what happened with Mr. Mooney? Stories. 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 Paint the scenario. What happened? This is on your block? It was a barbecue. On your block? Yeah. Okay. It was a barbecue. I was at a wedding. I got home. There was no parts. So with there being no parts, I was like, damn, what's going on over here? So, uh, you know, I still had a little, you know, anciness in me from, from coming home from the uh, the wedding. Okay. And I stepped outside. <laughs> I stepped outside about 11.45 uh-huh. to smoke the cigar I had. Mm-hmm. And five minutes after 12, Mr. Mooney was outside. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mooney. Looking down the block. Okay. Hey, what's that guy name over there? Hey, I'm trying to play like that. I don't know. I ain't no snitches. I think he just having a little get together. He's like all these parks and that's the music is loud, this and that. He went over there. And by twelve twenty five, music was shut down. Party was dispersing. Hand claps. <laughs> Unlock unlike my good friend over in Inglewood kitchen on his block. Here we go. Hold on a second. Um, controversy. At twelve twenty-five, they have a speaker coming out <laughs> side of the fucking garage, the side of the garage door. <laughs> Two or three of them, and they setting up for the party for the night. <laughs> Pop it at twelve twenty-five a.m. You hear me? A.m. And you and, and you would not believe this if you have to you have to witness this shit. And they start off. I've told you all these stories before. They start off with AMG. Ain't nothing like black pussy on my dick. Word to the motherfucking DJ, quick. I bring dick, bitch, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> and that's how the party's gonna go for the next. I was over there one time, and, and the police came down the block since nobody was complaining, right. no calls, mm-hmm. and everybody was just enjoying themselves, basically. These motherfuckers stopped two white boys in a detective car, and the DJ got mad, and the crowd got like, they was like, what the fuck is y'all want? And they played Bite Down, the pill popping song. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I understood what that song was about. And they surrounded the fucking police car and party. I had never seen no shit like that before in my life. That wasn't on Kitchen Block. That was on another block over in Inglewood. Okay. 68th place. Y'all Get drunk. Do a line. Fight the bite down. And I said, man, what the fuck going on? He's like, that's that pill popping song. He said, everybody around that car and popped the pill already. So they just really party. God. I said, damn. 
Mr. Mooney will be dead over here. Popping. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, whenever I get around them parties like that over in Inglewood, mm-hmm. I he the first person I think of. Mr. Mooney, huh? He's coming outside of that fucking room. <laughs> 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 he is. And he reminds me of, a, you know, he not ignorant like, think of a house party. Even kids over there, he ain't playing that puzzle anymore. Yeah. But he not acting like that. You gonna call the police? Or he gonna come to you first? You want me, you want to end this or you want me to end it? Is Mr. With Mooney, the whole fucking uh, district over here. Is Mr. Mooney a former retired police officer? No, he's a, a retired man from the post office. I think he worked there like 52 years or something like that. He got time for that shit. At all. At all. At fucking the, all. The, the music must have been really loud to be over there and playing and, and chat him like that. Um, Listen, man. I mean, he, it really had to be a lot of people over there. Yeah, the whole block was full. And on the on the side street. This is your block or the yeah, block, the yeah. next block over. Uh, my block and the side streets in front of his house because he stays right down the corner. Gotcha. So he said, all that shit. He said, "Let me walk down these yeah, five houses off the corner. Let me, let me uh, go uh, welcome the brother to the neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mooney. Hand claps to Mister Mooney. I mean." You have to you have to do those kind of things because it avoids the kind of problems that exist and that can arise in a in a a middle income a, a, a middle income even though they said the middle income is dead and over with right yeah um, but it still you still have people that care about their houses right their property. They, yeah, they do. They, they cut care the about grass. the grass. They and, get out there in the morning. They pick up the trash because it's a stop sign right there. At, I mean, the and, and then, and then yeah. at the same time, it's still the mindset is of of a middle class black neighborhood, mm-hmm. fully black neighborhood mm-hmm. of people that are retired teachers, retired, yeah. uh, um, retired professionals, professionals yeah. um, people that go to work every day still, government workers, uh, uh, yeah. uh, teachers. State official, state workers. Ain't no, no barbecuing on the front fucking yard. Right, ain't no barbecuing, fixing no cars on the front yard. Yeah, nigga, um, moving the, uh, it's people changing that, the engine. Right on the front fucking yard. It's it's none of that at all. But you you go to, you do all of that in the back. That's a ballsy in your backyard. You, you know. take the uh, engine out, drop the chain trans. <laughs> I mean, because I grew up, I grew up in that in that we I grew up in the same neighborhood. Me and Mike grew up. Uh, uh, we didn't even know we didn't, we even though we didn't know each other in the eighties uh, and, and early nineties. We met we met late nineties. We grew up less than four blocks away. Yeah, four blocks away. That's we, crazy. We grew up. I grew up on Eightieth and Vernon, and he grew up on Eightieth um, and Indiana. Eightieth and Indiana. So it was two different extremes over there, and once we two different not two different extremes. I, I take that back. It's not two different extremes. If you look from. The area, just to give you all that's outside of Chicago, let me paint this picture real quick. If you go from what state, from state, um, from 79th and state, um, even let's just say uh, 75th. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe 71st, maybe a little bit 71st, but 75th, from 75th to let's say 93rd. 
from 75th to, I take that back, from 75th to 95th, from State to Langley. Langley. You say Langley. Yeah. Don't count Evans? No. Don't, not at all. That's 40 steps away from cottage. The niggas on cottage is totally different. They just got you. They okay. run from Africa. <laughs> pop it, pop it. <laughs> niggas shoot you, kill you with a dart. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fall. Hey, as he makes the physical, actual physical dart sound like you. <laughs> <laughs> pop it. Um, from 75th to, to, to 95th. Shoot you like a cheetah. How <laughs> you around his neck? Walking back to the village. <laughs> niggas off Cottage Grove, huh? Yeah, them niggas is terrible. So from from State to King Drive, very middle class, professional, uh, retired professionals, houses that you live in and that you wield down to to the to the family members. Yeah, um, they take over, or they let you know, somebody else get it. Um, yeah, they fuck it up, or they sell it. They sell it off. We talking about cribs that can go from the range of what was you say the price range it would be from two hundred thousand to about two eighty. Yeah, I would say uh, one seventy five to, to two eighty. Well, depending on where, depending on which which ones, because how you take care of it. Yeah, you know, some, I agree. Some people are lawn care is done all the time throughout the whole 20, 20 block diaspora. Diaspora, um, lawn care is essential. You do have gang problems, but it's very. When it's, we grew up, it was very. It was it's that stayed on the main streets. It's not to the magnitude of. Uh, West Garfield or Inglewood. Correct. Or, or the, the low end. Hunters. Right. Or the low end. You know, you know, whenever you nickname a neighborhood, the killer ward or yeah. Wild Hunters. Right. We killing your mama type neighborhood. Or Faisal Land or People you know. people be they they tend to act like they have to keep that mindset mantra going on. Forever. So you know, you know, you probably go through two or three generations. Like old block is going through that shit now. It's always been bad over there, but when kids who uh, have been struggling all their whole lives, and their mothers have been struggling, yeah, and that father's gone, they tend to carry that. I got to, I got to carry. I got, I got to hold on to this because it's almost like I'm not gonna go out like, like. Uh, O.D. Perry did. I mean, you know I mean? You, the thing about it is you got... I'm you, not going to go out like, uh, what's the kid name? Tuka. Yeah. I'm not going to go out like Tuka did. And I, and, I, and I watched that young lady's... Uh, you watched it? Documentary. What was your thoughts? Uh, what's her name? Kia? No, no. Kaya? Jakaira. Something with a K in it. I know that yeah. for sure. And she, uh, she got into the gangs and... Uh, I, I honestly want to say she was a bit special ed. Mm-hmm. She wasn't the most attractive young lady. So she turned the games early as a freshman in high school. And that's when the little Tuka got killed. Right. And uh, that's when they named her area Tukaville. Right. And they started going at it with the old block. Right. GDs versus BDs. And uh, she became a killer. 
a, a, a person that's going, a shooter, as they call him now. And she had a name for herself. But, she, but then she would take all her, her pain out on Twitter. She had a following on Twitter. It's a it's a documentary on A and E right now. If you got if you got on demand with uh, Xfinity or whatever, mm-hmm. give it a look. Give us your thoughts. But I thought it was really sad because uh, nobody really never knew how to reach this young lady. Her best friend knew how to reach her. She she found her uh, solace in a uh, pistol and getting revenge. And nobody really wanted to, to watch it in the shop at first. Now that opens up a discussion because we can't keep letting these kids kill each other. Right. And nobody's having a discussion about it. Right. So as six men are working in the barbershop, and all of us got a client in the chatter, so that's 12 men. Then you got, you know, so many men watching. Let's have this discussion now. And hopefully somebody can come up with some sense to start reaching some kids to see, hey, man, that ain't the way to go. You know, because uh, King Von, he kind of hot right now. I heard he's like back locked up. But he he had a little crush on a little, little girl, and he reached out to her on Twitter. He, he was on the documentary. He you was know? on that documentary? Yeah, you know, he said he he, 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 he felt she was going through some gangster shit. All these kids going through some pain. And when you think about he, it. Is he from that area? King Von is from Oak Block. That's, okay, so that's, he's a BD. That's, that's, that's your boy. So he's in he's in love. He was in love with her and shit. Yeah, he, he he was trying to holler at her. You know what I'm saying? Some people say it was a, he was trying to set up whatever. But he talked. He said, hey, "Shit, I was liking her." You know, some she like a tomboy. She yeah. like a, a fucking basketball player, hooper, yeah, or whatever. But you know, it, it's just Did I, what, some people attracted to her. When you see the, Did, the, the the unattractive chick with the nice looking dude. Yeah, you gotta understand what's his attraction to her. Did did. The interview of mother, was the mother or father? What was the what was the backstory on that? I haven't seen it because I saw. Over. Shout out to Coach Moses. <laughs> and in okay. my mind, I was trying to figure out how did I get on it, but he he, he brought it up. So. Yeah, he was the one that yeah. posted a story yeah, about it, man. saying that we should yeah. everybody should check it out and look at it. I went to A and E to, to take a to try to take a look at it, and. Um, all I saw is that they have shows called a show called Live PD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that shit. bullshit. I mean, yeah, I, I, but you got to go to I, on demand, but you got you got the bullshit cable. I got Direct TV. Bullshit. But listen, damn, <laughs> that's the bullshit. I mean, but okay, so on demand. I, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. I plan on watching the show. They they call her like the Snoop of Chicago. You know what I'm saying? She was the Snoop of Chicago. Um, terrible. Yeah. That's, I heard about. It. I heard about. That's it. what you don't want your kid to be. You know did, what I mean? Did they find out whoever did it, who who did it in? No man, and they still shooting over there about her death and Tuka death and uh, old old old's death. Yeah, know? O.D. Perry, O.D. Perry. I went to high school with his with his father. Mm. He he a junior. You know what I mean? And uh, it's crazy. That these situations have to go down like this, but where are the people that's trying to? Where is the counseling for these kids? I mean, did you see that the, for the, these grown ups? Did you see that rap nigga uh, Casanova came to Old Block? He did a he had, he had his video with him that he came to Old Block and was talking to the shorties over in Old Block and shit like that. He no. had to come. He said he was in, he was in Chicago, 
and he said he came to he wanted to come see what old block looked like. Oh, you know, I he got a video that. on Instagram on you know, it, either it was this week or, that, or last week. I think it was it was last week. So he was in town, and you know, I guess this you know how, how niggas like to <coughs> excuse me. That wasn't a sarcastic cough. That was a real cough. Um, but you know how it is when you listen to rap music. Okay, yeah. let's be honest. You listen to rap music, and you hear about you hear so much in rap music about niggas' hoods. Like I, when I went to Cali, I wanted to go to Compton. Yeah, I really wanted to go and see what the fuck Compton looked like. I'm talking about Compton from. I wanted to see what Compton looked like years ago. I didn't get a chance to see it until let's say 2007, and I didn't get I, you know I didn't get a chance to see a thorough look of Compton. But I did go out there again, maybe a couple of years ago, maybe about two years ago. I drove past Watts. I drove in. I drove through Watts. I drove. I saw Nickerson Gardens. Yeah. So I got to see what these niggas was talking about life. All, all in the same. I mean, day. I got. I got. I got frowned at by blood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though I consider myself, you know, cool as, as one of those guys that understand the language and know the, know the street perceptions and stuff like that. Did, did you did you have a Sigma shit on? Had a Sigma blue? No, you know what it was tripped out is? I had on blue. I did, not a Sigma blue, but I had on a blue polo with yeah. the white, with the white, and I'm in the blood neighborhood. So niggas, that nigga, you know, had the tattoos on his face. He looked at me and, you know, I felt like, a, I felt, the, I felt the presence. You know what I'm saying? I felt the presence. I got to see some shit. I was watching what was going on, going because we had went to we had went to this. Uh, I took I took my family to uh, stores. I took my family to you know I had always some food shit involved. Yeah, I took my family to see uh, to this place called Hawkins. Okay, Hawkins is like the known in California for food. Yeah, black owned. It's known for food. I go there. Some of the greatest turkey burgers I ever fucking had ever. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, and it's right across from the Nickerson Gardens, which is nothing but a yellow row houses of a project. All that shit that J-Rock talks about, J-Rock from TDE, yeah. all the niggas that talked, they talked all that shit about it from from the West Coast. Yeah. Rappers, the rappers, rap niggas from the West Coast that's uh like Ren and all them. <clears throat> from from you know that was their hood, so I got to see what the what the, what it looked like. And nigga, I had one nigga had on red shoes and a gray outfit. You know what I'm saying? So you knew what time it was. She kicked him in his monkey ass. You know, <laughs> um, you got, I got to see. I got to. See, you sometimes you want to go like when I go to Houston. I I want to see what the what the, what the wards look like. Yeah. yeah, I want to see what the wards look like. I want to see what shit. I, when I go to Atlanta, you want to see when you hear about when you hear niggas hollering out Bankhead. I want to see what the Bankhead look like. I went to, when I went down to Florida. I went down to Miami just recently, back in January. I seen motherfucking chickens walking around, free range chickens. Now you know we're not used to seeing that shit at all. To us, you know. To the uh, to the uncivilized eye, that's like I mean, to the civilized eye, that's uncivilized to see some shit like that. that but these motherfuckers was in the Popeye's hood. Popeye's chicken sound. That's, that's popping, right? Right. But these this this was real Her chicken. This was real free range chicken walking around 
unbothered. And they and that's how they cook their food down there. They got they in Little Haiti. They got chickens down there. You much different than me. You wouldn't win there. You wouldn't want to see no niggas when I go out of town. Pop it. <laughs> hey, shit. Well, I'm, I'm, on, in the- I'm on 79th Street all day, every day. I understand. I'm going and I'm cutting grass in Inglewood. So I'm going to L.A. I'm going to see what Magic Johnson statue at the Staples Center. Catch a game. So yeah, we're the complete opposite. I'm going like- to uh, when I go to. <laughs> Ocean, uh, uh, Miami, mm-hmm. I'm not leaving oceans dry. When I go to uh, Houston, I'm not leaving no fucking where. I'm not going nowhere around no niggas. I'm right down in town where where all of the the, the cool happiness is at. I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill. I don't need no nigga to ask me wear my hat to the back. <laughs> I don't need no nigga to ask me was you on Larry Hoover documentary. I don't need to hear that shit. No. No, I'm. I want to be around some nigga. You a, a a motherfucking star, a hood star. That's what you are, and I understand that. You don't want to be asked about the Benji shit. Yeah. They gonna ask you about it. They gonna ask you. About I can the, talk about him all day. Though. They gonna t- they gonna ask you about the Larry Hoover shit and all that kind of stuff. It is what it is. But what I'm trying to tell you is, that's just one of those things. Like when we in the Caribbean, on vacation, I make it a a. a you know, the tour guy take me to the hood. I want to see what the fucking hood look I'm like. Going, I'm not leaving the resort. <laughs> I want to see what the niggas doing down there. No, I want to. I want to feel the pulse and shit. I watch. Do you think it's because I'm? You think it's because I'm come on missing every week down there? One of them motherfuckers. <laughs> they need a resort. What you say again? Rewind. <laughs> what you say? It's a hunky come up missing every week down there. One of them fucking. They leaving the resort. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, air horn. What is your uh, what is your thoughts? Both of you all's thoughts recently, uh, uh, briefly, uh, about a nigga setting himself on fire. Not a nigga, but motherfucker set himself on fire outside the White House. Fuck was that? Up? Fuck was that about? He ain't had no barbecue Memorial Day. Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> he set himself out on fire, Magic Mike Sound Guy Today. Mike. Today, right? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was on World Star. Damn, that's something. You know, first thing I thought about though, what? Honestly, what? I think I seen it on World Star. <laughs> Eddie Murphy when he was in uh, Delirious. What did he say? When he said his uncle was uh, <laughs> starting the fire, and he burned down the backyard. Uh huh. Get that goddamn lighter for out Get that gasoline. Get <laughs> two gasoline over there. Roll down around a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he set himself on fucking fire outside the White House. I, I what is like, he I trying to prove? I don't like Trump tr- like that, but this shit. And they locked his ass up after he set himself on fire. Did he have on a suit? Did he have on a, 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 like a suit that he could set himself on fire in? They said they locked him up. He got to be crazy. They locked up a burnt man, huh? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Get your ass in there. If he beat the case, he ain't gonna have no fingerprints. (laughs) 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 Bitch. Get your ass in there. Smolder in that motherfucking cell right there. (laughs) It's another week. Give me another hour. It's another week, Magic Mike. 
And your Lakers are back in the news again, along with Palenka, along with Magic Johnson. Your thoughts? Every week they're going to be in there because they're the Lakers. Uh, Palenka's a mod. He was just a, uh agent who happened to play on a 5-5. They should have never hired him as the fucking uh, GM. Should never had him like as that. Come out. It came out that um, Josh Hart um, told told him about something dealing with Omari Spellman, who was a second round draft pick, and Josh Hart told him about something about his conditioning, and that's the reason why the Lakers didn't draft him. They could have drafted him in the first round. Josh Hart. Uh, thwarted that, said something about that to Palinka. Palinka didn't do one up pulling the trigger and drafting him. Terrible. <laughs> Did you see that cop busting shit in that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to jump off the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. He jumped off the bike and the bike kept riding. <laughs> yeah, they had the cop crazy. Uh, I really think the Lakers got to get, you know, Magic went with the bullshit. It all started when he went to fire Luke Walton, and uh, they knew they couldn't fire. Magic Johnson couldn't fire Bill Walton's son because mm-hmm. he would have thought, that, "Hey man, let that nigga fire my boy." Y'all let that nigga fire my boy. Mm-hmm. He'd have died right then and there. No matter how much basketball he played, how many championships he won, him going to UCLA, backing up Kareem after Kareem left, and this and that. A white man is gonna be a white man, and well, you 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 heard what you heard what uh what 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 your guy said. What's that? The honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yeah, what he say? And uh, the honorable Louis Farrakhan. What they say? All white, all men, white men are not bad, but just find me the good one you want. You want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Find me a good one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're gonna revert back to being white. It's like a drug dealer gonna be revert back, revert back to being a, a drug dealer. A street guy gonna revert back to being a street guy. He got to get that edge of him. So a white man is gonna be like, man, I, there's no way in the world you don't let this black dude fire my son. No way in the world. And that's why the that's why uh, women fuck shit up. Jeannie mm-hmm. Buster's fucked the ladies up. Because she don't know how to step the fuck down and let a man run it. That's why a woman would never run this country. Because white men know white women fuck shit up. Okay. Women, period. Fuck shit up. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's, don't, don't talk that shit about Oprah Winfrey and nobody else. Oprah Winfrey has a corporation behind her, putting money behind her, saying she's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Well, she don't make no tough decisions. She, she, she dogged out. Michael Jackson and everybody else black. She ain't say shit about Harvey Weinstein, has she? Not at all. She so uh, Weinstein um, paid the people off, right? Yeah. He yeah, paid $44 million off this week in the civil suits and shit. And she ain't say shit about that because Harvey Weinstein was her friend, right? Yeah. All right. So don't tell me nothing about what no woman run. Remember, don't want shit but the kitchen and the bedroom. Pop it! Bombs! Kitchen and the bedroom, huh? That's yeah. the name of the title. The title of the... Uh, uh, kitchen and the bedroom. Woman, should and we say the woman don't run nothing but the kitchen and the bedroom? A woman does not run nothing but the kitchen and the bedroom. You got it. And make sure you put it. You got it now, right, sound guy? Mm. Yeah. Do I need to text to you? Yeah, you don't want to go ahead and text. I, I have. I got you. Right. I have. I have great evidence of it. Um, 
Give me another air horn. They fuck up everything. That's what Lori Lightfoot is going to do to the city. Fuck it up. I think she's going to do good. All right. Ain't no motherfucker Ned the wino fro having ass woman going to ever do shit good for this city, boy. Remember that. Mock slave auctions um, at a private school in Bronxville, New York, in which white students were urged by a fifth grade teacher to bid on black classmates. Had a proudly, profoundly, not proudly, had a profoundly negative effect on the children, state investigations found. Your thoughts? I'd have pulled my dick out. In fifth grade. Bid on this. Y'all fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with y'all. Bid on this. Yeah. God damn it. The New York State. That's where you're most proud of your dick at grammar school. <laughs> That's fucking true. <laughs> you are. You're proud of your dick when you're in. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're pissing at each other and everything when you go in the bathroom. <laughs> um, That's when you learn how to fight because you stand up trying to fight. You slip us a piss. You want to really whoop his ass. You can't really tell nobody. You tell your boy, hey, man, don't tell nobody. I'm fucking that piss. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me read this real quick. Dick measuring in, in about the fifth you do, grade. You do, you do dick measure. You do dick measure. You, that's true. You're right. You got a point. Um, as gay as it might sound, you are doing that because you're in the, that self discovery mode. Hey, we for all you ladies with sons, single parents, ladies raising your sons. If he in fifth grade, he didn't measure his dick this year. Damn. Get somebody else in A magic mic truth moment. As bad as you probably don't want to hear that. So the, the the bully of the class probably got the biggest dick. <laughs> Logic by Magic Mike. But I bet he don't know his timetables either. He don't know no long division. Common Core <laughs> by Magic Mike. <laughs> Boss! <laughs> well, that motherfucker right there struggled his dick, don't know shit on that paper. Or the board or nothing else. Um, let me, let me read. Pornhub having motherfuckers. <laughs> let me read this. Yeah, yeah, we used to have what? Cinemax. They got Pornhub now. Yeah. On their Triple phone. X videos. And, GhettoGaggers.com um, <laughs> Kink.com You ever hey, look at Kink.com? Hey, it's a fella right Have now. Have you ever looked at Kink.com? It's, somebody, it's a fella right now listening to this and he laughing because he didn't did that shit. Yeah. Well, he knows somebody just like that in his fifth grade class because when you start working out with your dick hard and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you really keep, that's when you start sleeping with your boxing shorts on. You get out of them tidy whities That's true. <laughs> That's true. Let me read this real quick. Um, Dad, I need you. Announced its findings in a probe into the incidents happened in March at the chapel school. Said the school has agreed to a diver- diversified staff and student body. The school enrolls its students in pre-kindergarten through eighth grade, 43% of whom are minorities. Uh, in March, the mother of a student at the school in Westchester, about 15 minutes mile, 15 minutes, 15 miles north of Manhattan, said a white teacher allowed white students to bid on, to bid on and buy black students who were to pretend to be slaves. James said Wednesday that the offers, her office investigation found that in two separate fifth grade, 
social studies classes, a teacher asked all the African-American students to raise their hands and then instructed them to exit the classroom and stand in the hallway. The teacher then placed imaginary chains or shackles on the students' necks, wrists, ankles, and had them walk back into the classroom. Mm. At that point, the teacher instructed the African-American students to line up against the wall, proceeded to conduct a simulated auction of the African-American students in front of the rest of the class. Mm. You know what? It's, it's tripped when I read that and and I imagine that. It's fucked up because I just I was just watching Django last night. <laughs> I was just watching Django last night. <laughs> and, the, I, and the black I, Yeah, I just think of Sam Jack when he said Django. <laughs> Even, I mean, you, you, you can break down that movie in so many other parts. The black girl was calling, Hey Big Daddy. Okay, Big Daddy. Everything was Big Daddy. That was Don Johnson. You know that, right? Yeah. Big Daddy was Don Johnson. There's so many intricate parts of the Django, um, Birth of a Nation. Uh, not Birth of a Nation. Birth. Of, what, what was the one with uh, Nat Turner? Watch, I didn't watch that shit. You didn't see it? Okay. I think that was, it is Birth of a Nation. I didn't watch it. I don't know if it was called Birth of a Nation. Um, I couldn't watch all But you know what I'm talking about, though. Um my podcasting days would have been over probably about episode sixty. Um, it's just, out. just, just you know, just, just watching the whole the Django movie. I didn't get to. I didn't even finish off the rest of it because it was, it was. They drew it out for like fucking three hours and shit. Four hours. It's a good movie though. I know it's very good movie. I mean, I watched it. I, I went to the actual movies and saw it. The dog scene was was the worst shit I ever seen in my life. Django. Yeah, when the dogs ate up the ate up oh, the black man. the black slave the black yeah. man. It was one of the worst scenes ever in a fucking movie, period. I mean, it's just what it was. I like the soundtrack on that shit, honestly. You did? That's so you the soundtrack to- on that shit, like, and the way that, the, you know, they, if you really, really listen to uh, how that movie's put together as far as the audio, that shit pulls you straight in there. It does. I agree. John Legend is a, has a slave voice. He moves you. Yeah. He moves you when he sings. But, um, I mean, and, and, Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, but when yeah. it comes down to it, though, you know, I, I, I still say to this day, Samuel Jackson should have won an Academy Award for, for playing the role of Stephen. For Stephen, or whatever his fucking name was. Stephen. He should have won an Academy Award for that. That's just my opinion. He, uh, You know, we, they was asking, which, uh, what is his best role? What is Stephen, St- uh, 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 Samuel Jackson's best role in your opinion, both of y'all's opinion? You must know that he has a, a litany of movies that he's plethora. been in. A plethora, um. <laughs> right. Plethora, plethora. I would say... In your opinion, give me top three movies that Samuel Jackson best role. Pulp Fiction. One. The Spirit. Two. Never saw that one. Excuse me. Uh, And shit, I got to say, no. Spirit. I'm gonna throw Jurassic Park just because it's classic. Three, you're three. Now, Magic Mike, you're three. Just one. What is it? Gator. Pop it. <laughs> okay. Gator and, and uh, Jungle Fever. Gator and Jungle Fever. Yeah. I smoked the. Tw- <laughs> I, I smoked sm- the goddamn TV, Mama. Yeah. Yeah. You you been want to see me dance, Mama? Here it is. <laughs> Biz Market tried to make a fucking rap movie, uh, 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 an actual dance out of that situation, a right. song out of it. 
do the gator. There, but, there's uh, another saying, but he, but he, he, he really shows some shit in that movie, and uh, he grabbed you and locked you in. To me, he locked me in. And gave like certain people, I can only see him as certain. Uh, I can only see Wesley Snipes as when I see him. The first thing I think of is Nino Brown. You know he was in Boomerang, right? Who? Uh, Simon Jackson. What was he in Boomerang? I was a nigga that robbed McDonald's. That was Coming to America. Coming to America. Yeah. McDowell's coming to America. Boomerang. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that she confused. Yeah, yeah. You, he was in Boomerang. Wasn't he in Boomerang? He wasn't in Boomerang. No, he wasn't in okay. Um, he was in. He was in Juice. Talking to. Yeah, he was in Juice. He was in talking Juice. Talking to Orange Juice Jones. Um, just cause you, <laughs> just cause you pour syrup on shit, don't make it pancakes. <laughs> Pop it. Talking in the game. Hey, look. He, my fa- my favorite. Three roles are uh, the one where he played Mr. Carter, the basketball coach. Yeah, Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Um, the other one would have been Stefan from the Django. Powerful role. And I'm going to go with Gator. Yeah. I'm going to go with Gator. You know, there was uh, 187. You ever seen that? He was a teacher that got stabbed up by a kid in the class. And then he had like all these stab marks on his back. Uh, you know, look look up one eighty seven. He he's he's a teacher. I mean, he he has such a, a he's know, got a lot, man. He's in fucking everything. Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got killed from behind, man. He was in Boondocks too. He he was in Boondocks too as the voice of one of those uh, white boys. Yeah, from Boondocks. I mean, um, give me a rewind. Give me a rewind. <laughs> So Magic Mike, Sound Guy Mike, um, the other day, um, I'm on Twitter, and shout out to my man Rigo Cortier. Um, hand claps. What up, bro? Um, his name is Rigo Cortier or Blade whatever on there. Um, he posed a great question. He, he said, is insecurity... Mental and emotional abuse. Your thoughts? What is? It's insecurity. It's one person's insecurity, mental and emotional abuse on another person. Yeah. Expound. It's crazy that you even say that because I seen something today and it was about being happy. Stories. Will Smith said he gave up on uh, Jada trying to make Jada Pinker happy. She has to make herself happy because he's a happy person. So I feel like that with the same thing with other people. Like if you if you if I'm an attractive person, if my lady's attractive, I got to know the guys are going to look at her or try to come at her. It's up to her to. Acknowledge me. Like, hey, that's, that's my man over there. I can't, I can't entertain you like that. I got a guy. You know what I mean. And I got to do, the, you know, vice versa. That's for the insecurity. Uh, mental abuse. Uh, you can't be cussing your your mate out all the time because that that cussing goes into another thing. You know what I mean. Uh, 
It's a song out by who's seen that song? The best part. Some somebody got this uh, song. It's, it's a man and a chick. They sing the best part. It's called the best part. Never heard of. You the coffee in my morning when it's. Uh, it's, it's it, I, I got it a few times and then a couple of you know like check this song out whatever. Go ahead, I'm listening. The same this this the same love you that you give a person. It's the same love that you want to uh, give back. Right. The same hate that you reciprocate is the same hate and anger you're going to give back. You know, when you when you fucked up, when you get a scarred person, you you can scar the next person and you can fuck them up. It depends on how long they want to deal with it. Hey, look, you fucked up. I can't deal with you. I got to move around. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. was attractive when I bought you a little, little drink and I met you and you was looking good. But now that I've got to know you a little bit, you fucked up. I got to push, push around because if I stay here, you're going to fuck me up. And I'm going to carry that around for a little bit and no telling who I'm going to fuck up in turn. So what you, it's like the black community almost. We, look, we, we have lost so many people. Okay. And we have, we have been so fucked up. The counseling is not there. And most people that get counseling when they're out of bad relationships and fucked up abusive relationships or... Uh, or insecure relationships, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, whatever type of bad relationship it is, they dealing with somebody that's just like them. And nine times out of ten, they sitting at a bar, and they drinking, and they fucked up. Uh, think about what we just said, Jungle Fever, when they were sitting in the room, when uh, Flipper talking to Flipper's wife, and all the, all the ladies was in there, and they was just going off about man, this lady, that bitch, this and that, this bitch, this and that, and that whole this. And she said it the best herself at the end of, at the, end of the, the scene. No matter what all y'all say, my man gone. You know what I mean? So yeah. you got to get somebody on the outside that's been healed from you being so scarred to help you through your situation. You got to get that counseling. You can't get you can't get nobody that's just as fucked up as you going through the same shit you're going through. Because guess what? Y'all going to be on that same track for a long fucking time. Let me read what he said uh, verbatim. Okay, you ready? Give me yeah. a give me a controversy. We need to start discussing the fact that the insecure that insecurity is a form of mental and emotional abuse to your significant other. Let's put this in context. In any relationship where you have to constantly think twice about your every move because of how it can affect the next person's insecurity. At one point, does that become mental or emotional abuse? Being insecure and essentially projecting your fears onto someone is abuse because of the mental and emotional drain it causes that person to feel. If you're in a relationship with a person who has a damaged past to the point you haven't been given a clean slate, those projected fears are abusive because you're constantly on thin ice and have to overanalyze your every move. Abuse. That's terrible, ain't it? You're very. Yeah. I agree. What you think about that sound guy? I got PTSD from getting some pussy. Pop it! <laughs> Second title. <laughs> Second title. We got two titles going on right here, right now. Right then and there. Very good one on that. She gave me some pussy. Now I got to worry about everything I do. Because the pussy good and she going to Flip the fuck out if I do the wrong thing. Hey, how you doing? Who's that bitch? Right. Uh, my mama. 
motherfucker. She look young. What constitutes good pussy, though? The shaking of a man's legs. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> He's shaking. You see, you see how when you said that, right? I had to let it breathe for a brief yeah, second. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. And think. Sound guy, do you agree? Yeah, that's some, that's some good pussy. And when you nothing, you think you still nothing. You ain't nothing no more. You just still just shaking like a dog. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> you you know what? You walking away fucking the air. <laughs> Popping. Bombs. Bombs again. Open the spins. Best pussy to ever be. <laughs> but I'm quite sure you've had a, some snatch that's... Nope. Nowhere near it. None. Not at all. You've been fucking for like how many I don't years? I fuck if they listen. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near it. You've been having sex for how long? 31 years. And? None, none close to it. It's a, it's a distant second. Ain't gonna lie. A distant second. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta understand this lady here that had no gas. And I was laid up like we was in the, in the, in the uh, Peninsula Hotel. That was your first shot, right? We we don't get no that. It's the best pussy that ever peed, though. Yeah, it was the first shot. You sure like they can dig deeper to uh, <laughs> niggas' business? <laughs> And I just tell you, I don't care if they listening. Hey, look, gonna, I understand that, but uh, but Jamal you, Winfrey, but you, you <laughs> pop <laughs> third title right there, Jamal Winfrey, pop. He <laughs> called me a bitch. <laughs> the fuck. Okay, and thirty one years, you ain't never had another shot of ass to replicate or, be, or beat that out. No, nope. that's fucked up. Nope. Trust that's me. fucked up. Trust me, I've been on a hunt for it. Pop it. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a motherfucking heroin addict, man. I've been on a hunt for it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, bro. Hear well, you me. shouldn't be so good. I hear you. Um, give me a rewind. That pussy got some hair on Give me, rewind, Damn. Give me a rewind, man. God damn. Bestie of nine years has had... No, uh, give me a rewind. I'm sorry. I had to get myself together. I'm still thinking about what he just said. But he's still looking for it. <laughs> still in search. Fuck it. The headphone went out and shit. Anyway. Um, bestie of nine years had bed bugs. I helped her turn over her mattress. Underneath is a strap-on sex toy and a hoodie I designed for my husband years ago. She confessed. They fooled around. He denies. She also used the strap on, on him. I'm in a rage days. Help. Uh, do bed bugs turn into uh, maggots? <laughs> but I got a maggot on that dildo. 
Yeah, scratch his ass a lot. You, you know he been over there fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a shame. That's a fucking shame, man. Yeah, she got bed bugs. They not taking the mattress out. They going to flip it over like somebody pissed on us. Bums! <laughs> This this trifling hoe, she just trifling. She fucking her best friend, husband, with bed bed bugs. Ain't cleaning up. Probably ain't wash it off. This you got to put your husband out, baby. Tell him to go over there to uh, ladybug. It's all <laughs> sound guy. It's all types of fucked up with that damn question right there, man. That's fucked up. Bed shit, bugs man. and the strap on. Yeah, the, 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 the good. and cheating. Yeah, the good thing about it is, baby, you had the the, the, uh, the strength to tweet all that shit. <laughs> How long ago it happened? But you, you got it all out. Oh man, may God bless you. May God bless you for real. My life was good up until a few weeks ago. I was at work, six months pregnant, when my man. Butt dials me while he's f- fucking his fiance at our house. I listened to the whole thing. Went home and cussed him out. Now he's ignoring me. I don't want to be a single mom. Help. I've been there, done that. <laughs> I don't want to fucking nobody the phone. Call me. Uh huh. And I was asleep in the, in the voicemail picked up. Uh huh. You know, after four minutes, the voicemail just it, it, it ends. Right. He's fucking the dog shit out of her for four minutes, and she was saying the same shit she be saying to me. So I got up the next morning. Uh-huh. I called her. Hey, what you do last night? Man, I was in the house. I was asleep. I'm like, hey, hey, come over here right quick. I mean, I want to holler at you. She gets in the car. Stories. And I play her. Like the first minute and a half, so she was. She was like, "Who was that?" I was like, "You." She was like, "That ain't me." I was like, "Listen, you said it to everybody, huh?" Me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, you know, fuck it. I couldn't be mad. You couldn't be mad. We fuck for another four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> Part of life, huh? Think about the song. Who's making love to your old lady? Why you out making love? Mm-hmm. You know, there's many nights I was out fucking somebody. She probably was at home sleep. Yeah. So we laugh about it to this day. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Here we go. She got a man now. She does. I still be fucking her. Bombs! <laughs> Only right. Only right. Give me a um, controversy. Our pastor passed away, and I helped to clean out his office. I found a small envelope of cash for choir robes, but I needed it, so I took it. Bad things have happened since. I got an STD, had a miscarriage, lost my job, etc. Is this payback? Is God this petty? No, all that shit was destined anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She just shouldn't have took the motherfucking money. It is what it is. <laughs> Fucking a dirty dick nigga. You didn't need the baby. 
Miscarriages is God's way of telling you that you're not ready. No! no. At Magic Mike 32, no! That's God's gift to the woman. Bobs! Y'all look at it as, why me, Lord? And go get pregnant by the same nigga and keep the baby. Then he not shit. Then you be like, Lord, why did, hey, bitch, I, I took the first baby from you. I knew the nigga was shit. Oh, I my God. I knew you, you, you went right back as soon as you stopped spotting and fuck raw again. So you, now that's what you stuck with. So, you know, your job, you, you didn't have skills for the job nowhere, baby. Just, just live better. If you see, you're you an opportunist. <laughs> if you see some more money laying around, you're going to get it again. Oh, my Because you don't have a job and you need that cream for the STD. Lord, no, you ain't got insurance, so oh, no, no. that's considered that a blessing of you finding somebody else's <laughs> money. God damn. All right. Pastor in a better place no, any, anyway. Oh, man. Like hell. Listen. Dating an older <laughs> man. <laughs> Dating an older lady who demands to, to be paid after sex. At first, I thought she was role playing, but four months in, she continues to demand payment. And I'm running out of money. I know we have a connection, but I'm confused by this greedy behavior. What to do? Are you fucking a choker? Hit <laughs> <laughs> it. Did she pass out? She'll stop all that shit. <laughs> she'll start this shit do role reversal. Hey, bitch, time for you to pay me. Is he sure he? Not dating a hooker. Oh. Pop it. Oh. Mm. She demands payment after every time they have sex. It sounds like he's dating a hooker. Honestly. An escort, sorry. <laughs> I mean, he says he's running out of money. Well, she won't be around after that. Word to uh, MC Breeze. MC Breeze. Uh huh. When I had loops and flutes, guaranteed to sell like prostitutes. Got to get mine and got to get yours. That's right. Um, My man of three years' birthday was in April. I threw a big party, but his family didn't come. His family threw a party, too, and he celebrated with his baby mama. I confronted him. Him. She's always number one because she had my kids. Meanwhile... He convinced me to abort ours. Advice. Great guy. Hit it. Great guy. Hit it. Hit it. Pop it. Pamphlet. You need to write a pamphlet. <laughs> How to get that shit done weekly. And you need to put it with a Joe Witness. Oh they pamphlets when they walk on Saturday mornings knocking on doors. And this is from uh, John Jones down in Florida. Oh, shit. How to get out of shit. <laughs> he convinced that a, a boy he is why he still got some other kids. That's good. 
<laughs> I swear, man. Need that controversy in this fucking life. Is <laughs> <laughs> she number one? Don't get rid of yours. Yeah. Damn. Matter of fact, I need your car to drop you off at work so I take my kids to school <laughs> and take her where she need to go to <laughs> doing a day. It's enough of that shit. It's enough of that shit? Yeah, John Jones. I run <sighs> shit around here. I bring dick, bitch, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing likable about my baby mama but her sex. She's rude, a mean drunk, etc. I've been trying to leave her, but I don't want her and our four kids living with some other man. What to do? I deserve happiness. Read the Drew Peterson book. Pop it! <laughs> In the words of John Rude, it's my Pops! <laughs> what about the four kids, though? Yeah, get over it. No. Just losing their mama. <laughs> My dad is lonely. Just discovered Tinder and is dating random women. I'm concerned for his safety, especially since one date robbed him. I suggested he file a police report, etc., only for him to confess. That he gave the woman $500 for sex. I'm ashamed. Advice. Is your dad named John? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a John to me. <laughs> and your dad found a way to get some pussy without riding around town looking for it. Just call him up and tell him what you want. Call him up <laughs> and tell him what you <laughs> um, and Mueller found Mueller's report somewhat came out right they calling for his impeachment and everything your thoughts they're not gonna get rid of that white man <laughs> white man gonna be in office and he know he gonna be in office yeah Trump gonna do what the fuck he wanna do till he die That's a, he, he gonna die in office but he won't get impeached and ain't got nobody run up against us for the next four years so get used to it yeah, gotta get my shit in order. Fucking around with Trump. You think he's gonna? You think he's he's probably gonna win the next four? Probably in there. Yeah, yeah, he got. Yeah, it. yeah he's gonna win that. He's gonna win that. He'll go out on the high horse, he's talking gonna shit. He's gonna win the next four. <laughs> you think he's gonna get? Yeah. Trump don't give a fuck. Did you hear what happened with uh, Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson and uh, Wack One Hundred? Head and claps! Yay! Bombs! Now, for all the shit that Wack 100 talks on Instagram, he got put in his place today. Or did yesterday. yesterday. Whatever. Mike Tyson whooped his ass. Yeah. He was too, what he about was, the baby? He whooped two motherfuckers' ass. Yeah, he did, didn't he? I saw the one nigga. What happened to the, the second shit? Uh, somebody was talking shit to him at a concert. And he walked out in the crowd and stole on his ass, knocked his ass clean out. It's 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 an aerial footage of it. Yeah. What? Where was the niggas rap security? Where's the rap niggas security at? Hey man, they just some guys is just as happy as it. 
It's not the same security. Niggas like to get knocked out. I mean, why the fuck would you try to challenge a nigga in the Gucci store? So you can uh, get views? Clout. Chasing. And possibly get some money, like the offset case? The nigga got hit and stripped. He got hit. You had hit, blood gushing, and you got stripped. Like he was ass was out. Like he was Buffy the Body. (laughs) (laughs) Extra bastard. (laughs) I mean, why they keep trying to? What they keep? The nigga just beat a murder. That's nigga. That's a nigga you don't touch and don't you know fuck with. For some reason, the youth has a. Courage that's so strong that it's ignorant and stupid. Yeah. And so you don't fuck with people to the point where you get kicked in the ass and there's cameras all around and you you could just you really think you got the victory, but you didn't get no victory. We took a L. So they don't really know what a L is versus a, a, a W. They really don't. Because they try to turn an L into a W and there's no way you could do that. Yeah, that's true. You're right. And there's no such thing as so there's no such thing as an L anymore, then, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. His rap loss career is probably coming now. Loss of life, loss of freedom. Well, the, with the the baby is one of the hottest rappers right now. No, I'm saying the dude who got stolen his rap career is probably gonna. Start he actually now. put out a video of it right afterwards. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that. It's like, nigga, you just got stripped. I'm getting old. I'm getting old because to me, when did niggas start getting stripped after they get they get punched the fuck out? Did that shit happen before the camera came around paid the full movie? Yeah, you see your ass So certain niggas got got it. Yeah. If they knew they was holding niggas, they, they, they But it wasn't like rampant like all the time, like everybody was would do that shit, it, right? It came up to the level of disrespect you brought to the person that was stripping you. So if you Stay to the nigga's girl or whatever, or, or, or go back to belly. When a dude made him strip, that's what it was. Yeah, it was that's what started it off. Yeah. You're right, because that belly came before. Uh, paid in full. Paid in full. DMX made made the nigga strip in front of all them niggas down there in the basement. Yep, that's what did it. You're right. You're right. So we gotta, you know, it's it's the level of disrespect, and you you want to really make a motherfucker miserable. So if 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 uh. I remember a guy told me one time, it was a nigga fucking his bro, and he was bragging about it. He was like, man, he, he, he gonna talk all this shit, but I want him, I'm gonna leave him to tell a story about when he got to fuck with this pistol, I'm gonna stick up his ass. Mm. And I said to myself, this nigga here mean every word. Do you wind up doing it? I don't know. Never know to this day. I got the fuck away from that nigga so quick. Every time he used to call me for that college, but hey man, I, I gotta cut James Cleveland. He didn't even know Jay Cleveland had been dead <laughs> twelve years. <laughs> Who in the hell left the gate open? That James Cleveland. That James Cleveland. Yeah. Huh? I don't feel no way he's tired. Gotcha. Onika, what's happening, baby? Get well, please. What's wrong with her? Uh, she said she was feeling sick earlier, like seven hours worth of. Feeling sick early and everything, so eat some prunes and then drink it with some prune juice. It's gonna run everything out. You eat some prunes and what? Drink some prune juice. Shit, you said it. She said she need to go get the goddamn colonic. Then that's the case. 
That's what they told you to do with the colonic. You know, drink some prune juice. Ain't nobody sticking nothing over my ass. You never had a, you never had a colonic before? Couldn't do it. Gotcha. Okay. I've had one. It was it was very interesting. Very Not interesting. A virgin no more. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. Man, I wanted I wanted to see. I, I actually I actually felt pounds and cl- shit clean out of it. I think I'm going to go get me a colonic done very soon. It's time to get one done. I haven't had one in about eight, nine years. Even though they said that... The You're full of shit. Bombs! <laughs> <laughs> um, last question. Here we go. Um, my girlfriend and boyfriend... My girl... And my boyfriend were at the at a club. I started twerking with my friends. This guy came and started throwing twenties at me, and my boyfriend started boosting the nigga to keep going. <laughs> Bitch, me and my man left right after four right after with with four hundred forty dollars. Cops some gas in the night, hot boxing and fucking. Clark Atlanta University. What's your thoughts on that? They doing that shit all the time now. Yeah. Anything over two hundred dollars is considered a victory for them. He he pimping her. Is that what it is? Yeah. Clark Atlanta University. Yeah. It's a, it's a new world out here. No matter what you think about it, it's a new world out here. It's and scary you, to think letting your daughters grow up in a world like this. Letting the kid, the shit for you to go outside the door is scary. To think. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's Buck Wilder. Buck the fuck Wilder out here. Um, hopefully we won't have 32 shot like we did over the weekend. Hopefully we have a good weekend. The numbers will be down. and She got she got these police officers on foot patrol and shit like that. Uh, High Park Brewfest this weekend, Saturday. Yeah. It's going to be passion. June 1. Wu-Tang at the Aragon Ballroom, June 1. You going? Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike at Hamburg, Indiana. You know where I'm going. All three. No. Brewfest, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Matthew Man ain't going to be there. You don't want to go see Ghost and Ray? Not at all. And you got? No. Nah. I'll go see Michael Bivens before I go see you, God. If they if they had a, a rap-off, I would go see <laughs> Michael Bivens first. Gotcha. Yeah. Reasonable. But- but I'm, 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 I'm gonna have a good time this weekend. Y'all be safe. So what time? Do I, what I'm day do I need to come get and get my hair cut? Friday. Gotcha. Okay. At least I understand it though, because he's gonna be gone. What time are you leaving? Friday, Saturday. Twelve o'clock. Damn. Yeah. Said fuck it, huh? Fuck the barbershop. Fuck it, huh? You out of there? Yeah. I'm going to have a good time. I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying my life. I'm not going to be pressed by a bunch of bullshit that these niggas is doing nowadays. Yeah. Doing what they want to do and then come to the barbershop. Going solo or dolo? Why would you ask a question like that on air? Solo. Solo, dolo. You know, me and Smiley rock, rocking, riding out to the roof. That's why I asked. I mean, shit. Get to the roof house. You mean you know, Smiley going to take away from his, his, his all his clients? The whole barbershop leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Have fun and enjoy yourself, man. Yeah, we got to. You got to. Solo, dolo. Going to get one life to live. And I got the Raptors in six. You do? Yeah. No KD, huh? Got the Raptors in six. No KD, because of no KD, right? Just wishing on a star. 
I got Raptors in seven. Uh, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, not anywhere where you hear podcasts. Coming soon to Spotify. Download, subscribe, leave a comment, share bombs. If it is to be, if it is to be, it's to be up to me. May y'all all live 100 years minus a day, so I won't know the good people like you passed away. And may you live as long as you want, never want as long as you need. With that being said, this is episode number 198. And we love each and everywhere. Last one of our supporters, listeners, all throughout the world. If you're within an earshot of my voice, Jamal's voice, SoundCloud, Mike's voice, even Delcio's voice, we appreciate you all to the fullest. As long as I'm black and bald-headed, I'll be GD. Okay.